welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. That's me, I'm here. And this week's special guest star, Josh Lee. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. So we're going to do things a little different instead of bringing out the dead. We're going to do one thing is uh, celebrate July 4th by giving a shout out to everybody's favorite guest star, Josh Lean, who's also a veteran. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fourth of July is one of my favorite holidays. <laughs> America's birthday. And uh, I saw a movie today that uh, I think everybody should see. It's called Sound of Freedom with Jim Caviezel or Wiesel. It's about... Uh, Child sex trafficking. I'm not going to say anything else about it besides the fact I think it's an outstanding movie and it legitimately should be seen by a lot of people, in my opinion. Apparently, it was made five years ago, just got released. And they have something called Pay It Forward from Angel.com. If you don't have enough money, people can pay for your ticket and you can actually redeem a ticket through this website. Um, I legitimately think this is something that needs to be stopped is a father um, and a friend of many people who have kids. This, this thing called child sex trafficking just needs to end by force if necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. And we're going to bring out the dead. Uh, my condolences to not a great, not a great segue. No, no, I mean, I, it's you know, so, so okay. you go from, I'm well, hey, it's kind of like, you know, maybe it could have been the other way around. Then, then, then let's do this. How about Rob has something to say? Oh, no, no. you're talking about our ad? Yes. Oh, okay. Hey, do you want to support the Mad Trio podcast? Go to Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.com, the Mad Trio. And do not forget to give us five stars. This is a script written by John. Five stars on your platform of choice for listening to podcasts it was it was written by me mispronounced by the old guy <laughs> well, so his, his, his his typing's blurry <laughs> <laughs> so this is the segment we call bringing out the dead to celebrate those who've passed the, the people we love etc and uh, a heartfelt uh Condolences to uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro's grandson dies at 19. Leonardo De Niro Rodriguez uh, died. Uh, Darren Drozdoff, former WWE wrestler who wrestled, who was paralyzed in 99 at ring accident, died at 54. Alan Arkin, Oscar winner for Little Miss Sunshine, dies at 89. And 100 pounds sister star Tammy Slayton mourns husband and best friend one, Caleb Willingham. 1,000 pound. Yeah, 1,000 pound. I'm, I'm one, sorry. Not 100. No, no, let's get it right. Every time I, by the way, every time I read that, it, I trip over it because like there's got to be an extra zero. So mentally, I have a hard time realizing there's, there's, there's two people who can add up to that much. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's like a couple big shows put together. <laughs> True, but much shorter. <laughs> True. So who wants to go first? I mean, on this day in 1971, a very influential music artist passed away. Uh, I could okay. okay, who is it? Jim Morrison died oh. today, 1971. 
I was just about to say that, actually. <laughs> wow. Right? Was it the, what they call him? The Rat King? Something like that? <clears throat> it's amazing how um, long evergreen the Doors music is. Even today, it's still known worldwide. I, that's, that, that's amazing. There's, I listened to the Pandora channel all day. It was phenomenal. Is a... As somebody who collects old records, the amount of bands I've never heard of going through stacks through thrift stores amazes me, and how very few bands are evergreen. Uh, it's just outstanding to me. Well, I don't know. I listen to a lot of older stuff, so all of it's kind of kind of that way for me. I mean, I really don't listen to the new crap, like new country, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, I... You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I I realized a while ago I've aged out of new music. It's it's not a bad thing. It just I I there's nothing new that just really intrigues me. Like um, I discovered hilariously I knew about this guy, but I never listened to him called Percy Faith, and he's it's just an amazing instrumentalist. This this double album I purchased recently from the seventies, I believe, sixty eight seventy. Um, yeah, I've I've aged out of new music. Like I don't get Taylor Swift to save my life. I, she must be good. She's putting a lot of butts in seats, and that's what it's about. I just don't get her. Or Katy Perry, for that matter. If somebody said, hey, I'm going to give you free part, uh, tickets to Katy Perry, I was going to ask, does it come with anything else? <laughs> Beer, free drink tickets? Well, you know, that's the beauty of music, though. Everybody can have a choice and a flavor and something they like, they don't like, and then music tastes also change. Oh, 100%. times. So, I mean, because I can guarantee you, you know, in 1971, uh, Jim Morrison's passing was sad, but uh, I didn't hang out a flag, you know, and uh, just being honest, it was, you know, at that time. And then I grew to appreciate him a little bit more and then waned again. And so it goes back and forth. I guess to, to, to quote an Instagram page um, that I, I thought really fit, this says music is personal, music is universal, music is soul, which I agree because it's it's it's. It's definitely personal, and it's amazing. You can have one, per, multiple people from around the world. Half of them don't speak English, and they all love the same band. I, I just, I think that's amazing. Hmm. Um, well, I guess you know if if uh, you don't have to speak the language to enjoy the music. Surprisingly enough, true. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like. There's some, been some shows I've watched that have like. Um, one of the more recent ones is Warrior uh, on HBO, and that one has some stuff from like China, of, like mm -hmm. some of the rap music and stuff, and some of it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I did I have a French guy introduce me to French rap, and that stuff's <laughs> actually pretty cool sounding. No, oh. I, I like yeah. the I like the original language version of Ninety Nine Luft Balloons more than I like the English translation. <laughs> I like a lot of Spanish music, like some, you know, some of it, you know, depending on some, it's got some great beats and sounds, and so I mean, we we can all appreciate uh, a lot of different uh, sound and, and music. Do you know what so, I like? Yeah. You know what I like listening to in Spanish is soccer. The announcers in soccer are unparalleled. The, the the amount of excitement when somebody gets a goal, they're like, "Go!" and it goes on for like five minutes. I. I English announcers need to actually learn from Spanish announcers how exciting the game is. Because if you listen to, uh, like, the NFL, you'll fall asleep listening to it. You know, I've never understood 
baseball over the radio or football <laughs> over the radio. Oh, that I get. Soccer, soccer. I got uh, <laughs> some guys really upset at me because I was asking them about it because they were out there watching it. And uh, other than you know the amount of stamina it takes for these soccer players to keep running up and down the field for hours because they literally do it for hours. Yeah. It's a boring game. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I you know, know everybody watching this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's why there's so many different sports too that people like. I mean, you know, we should I've be, I've watched hours. Of, I've watched you know, hours of cricket, and I always thought cricket. cricket and crickets like I always thought. Oh, cricket's a dull game. It's like now I get why people enjoy cricket though. I I, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, it's different. I mean, you know, all of that's uh, rug, rugby's really something to, to watch. Some of these games. I mean, I, I'll randomly going through the sports channels and we'll just come across a game and kind of watch it and try to figure out, you know, I don't really know all the rules and nuances about some of the different things that are out there, but uh, it, it's fun to watch. So did you guys hear that about 90% of California's ca cannabis farms are being affected by a severe pathogen mm. that basically goes in and destroys the THC levels and... <clears throat> It drops it down, and um, it basically affects the hoplatin viroid. I don't know what the hell all that crap is, but it's some scientific bullshit that equals out to dropping in the THC levels, which is decreasing the value of them. Hmm. So, so I pretty, didn't hear about this one. So, so pretty much, it's bringing pot back to what it like like in the uh, 1972s, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but. Guess what these scientists have found about two weeks ago? Uh-oh. They found a plant that is, seems to fight that disease. Oh. They found a purple plant. So I'm like, are we going back to purple kush? <laughs> is, this, is this what we're doing? But anyway, so they did find a plant that um, is in purple that is of a purple color that has the genetics to fight it. It's really interesting. Now, this is a, a purple pot plant. Yeah, so okay, it's, all right, it's just not some ran, random purple plant. It's no, no, it's, it's got it. All uh, right, it's more marijuana. <laughs> okay, it's the names of them are the Granddaddy Purple, <laughs> the Mendocino Purps, and Purple Haze are the strains of this plant <laughs> that are holding up against this. Uh, basically, I don't know if it's a virus or whatever they're calling it, but yeah. It's interesting to me how scientific these potheads have become. I see. No, I, really I interesting. I disagree. If anybody listened to Dennis Leary about why he stopped smoking weed, it wasn't because he wanted to stop smoking weed. He was tired of building shit. Every stoner I've ever met was annoyingly intelligent about one thing, and that was about marijuana. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, they are creative at building things and stuff like that, but it's just amazing to me the amount of science that they put into this. Oh, yeah. yeah. My my favorite thing about marijuana, though, is whoever names it apparently also names dogs in the Westminster Abbey dog show because they all <laughs> have the same names. Yeah, they do. They're pretty interesting names. <laughs> Well, I, I assume somebody owns the copyright to Purple Haze. They're going to get upset about this. Um, 
Probably. That's but it. I mean, uh, I, they probably like Jimi Hendrix family. Yeah. They probably don't really care because <laughs> they've been doing <laughs> not enough like money that. to make off of that plant. Yeah. That's that's actually an interesting question. It probably depends on what media medium they do it. Like for example, if there was a this is a guess, but if there was a spot on like uh, the radio, check out Purple Haze. That they may get in trouble because it's entertainment medium versus if it's a plant and they don't advertise it, they probably won't get in trouble. But if the family owns the copyrights, I, I guarantee they could push that. Yeah. Especially if they try to trademark it. <laughs> the, well, some, where well, my some, mind goes with this stuff, right into business. It's like, well, oh, somebody's got to sue off of that one. Well, it's because it, oh, oh, uh, some of these people, like Marvin Gaye, his, his, uh, his estate sued Ed Sheeran because one of his songs sound annoyingly similar, like very similar. And um, just yeah, got they lost. They he lost. lost. So, but it's like yeah. anytime you share the same mm -hmm. notes, like Tom Petty and Robin Thicke, those is the the Tom Petty's yeah. estate and Robin Thicke got in a, in a fight. It, it's just I don't know. It's just amazing, like how similar Robin names. Robin Thicke lost that one. No, yeah, he did. But yeah, so the, I mean, it's it's interesting. He lost because that I've said throughout throughout all the years in, in in you know having spent a fair amount of time playing music I always said that you know all the notes that have ever been have ever been played and almost every combination that you could possibly come up with has always been played so it's a matter of how you put it all together and uh, I think in the uh, Ed Sheeran case it was it was just a beat that they were really uh, going after him about and uh, it was a little like seriously i mean come on it, it reminded <laughs> and me i think the court the court agreed with that same sentiment it was like really? to, to be honest it reminded me a lot of the vanilla ice and queen <laughs> lawsuit you oh. know the ding did ding 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 you know that's the difference is there because ed sheeran one was almost identical um but it's the it you know it i I don't know what you can do. So how how are you a songwriter these days, or 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 a person trying to put uh, you know melodies together, whatever it may be? You sit down and you put you know so you put some chords and riffs together and pull out stuff, and then all of a sudden you realize you listen to it back and oh gosh, that came from that song, this came from that area, that song, those guys did this. All of a sudden you got bits and pieces of everybody's different music piled into this one song. It's almost impossible. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, if you're a musician, all the musicians I know who are true, like, music geeks, they listen to so many things, they couldn't tell you where they heard this certain sound, Correct. this tone, and it could be something from a new artist, an old artist, it's just something they steal. Um, so I think so you know what's going to happen now? These lawyers are going to get all this AI to go over every song that's out there, and, and they'll find out ways to bring everything to court, because AI will go through, okay, that... You know those four, you know those four chords or those three bars are exactly the same as that song and this one. Yeah, you know, whatever it may be, it's just it's going to get ridiculous. Well, I have an issue with this. Finally, thing. Dave Mustaine will get Metallica credits. <coughs> I, um, I I kind of think honestly, it's it 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 comes down to the songs itself, the actual lyrics, in my opinion. Um, being a guy who's a massive fan of like instrumentals, I, I just think you're going to have to come down to the lyrics and how they actually work with it. I, I don't know, in my opinion. Yeah, what the hell do you know? Yeah. So I, here's here's a listicle. Hopefully you like this one, Melanie. Uh, Ten classic sitcoms that couldn't be made today. This is from CBR.com. Number 10, The Jeffersons. 
I think the Jeffersons could do just well, especially considering Mr. Jefferson called every white man a honky. <laughs> um, all in the family could never be made. That's number nine. There's there's no chance in hell that could be made today. No. Um, if, if you guys haven't seen it, actually watch it and, and look at the message of the show. It's 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 really well done. Uh, Three's Company. <clears throat> um, Two I women and a man, and that was the that was the controversy then. All living in the same apartment. But but Mr. So Roper, when Three's Company came out, it was very controversial but uh yeah but uh well what's his name uh jack john ritter was supposed to be a gay character that was the shtick they tell mr well, roper that jack is gay get, to get his approval yeah they told him that but he wasn't yeah true well you know boosom buddy boosom bossom i can't say it boosom buddies boosom i think i think depending on how they did that they could be made but i don't think how they played it off it could have been uh, di different strokes. I have no clue. I don't remember that show. So that was the one with, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, Gary Coleman, Todd Bridges. Yeah, Gary Coleman, right? So it was two black kids with a white guy, his stepfather type of thing and how it was being raised. I don't know if it would be appropriate today or not. I like that show, but yeah, I don't know. That'd be probably not. Hard to I don't know. Hard to tell. Married with children. I love the show today. Um, <laughs> I think it could be made, but maybe it's because I'm such no, a fan. No, not of it. with the sexism in there. Yeah, that's no, oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, I don't know. She. It may sound like it, but she, but uh, Peg always had the upper hand in this whole thing. So. But Marcy never yeah, did. Yeah. No. The, 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 the amount of flat-chested jokes they did to the woman who played Marcy was um, almost every episode. I Dream of Jeannie. I don't think anybody would want to watch this version, this this TV show, if they remade it. Why not? It's rather boring in today's, in today's TV shows. I always liked I Dream of Jeannie better than Bewitched, but that's just... Oh, I'd like to Bewitched better, personally. I, here's one I don't understand because I've never seen it. How I Met Your Mother. Hmm. I've oh. never seen it. I don't remember. I tried to watch it. I wasn't that into it. I've seen bits and pieces, but yeah, I never really got into it. The Office, which I think is stupid. <laughs> it's awesome. I can't stand it. So what? Uh. what one of the things that uh, when the office first came out, I was managing a. I want to get into details, but <laughs> there were a number of offices involved with it, and it was going around on tape. Everybody was handing the tapes around, going, "You got to watch it, just like our office," and that's what you would hear all the time. People that worked in offices, it was just there was always somebody or something or whatever it may have been that that they were experiencing in real life, and so a lot of people really enjoyed it. The only thing close to that for me was Dilbert. Like Dilbert cartoons are so close to corporate, it was almost scary. I, you know, I've never worked in an office or corporate, so I, I can never relate to the either show, either part of the show. It's just kind of me, to me. 
And, That's where the office was. Me. And the number one show that couldn't be made today, according to this list, was Seinfeld from 1989 to 1998. Uh, what was Seinfeld? I didn't think there was anything wrong with Seinfeld. No. But you'd never find a show that was that good anymore. No. That's like Friends. Like, there'll never be another Friends. There's a reason it's on every night. So here's here's what this this article says. Like the time Jerry and his friends obsessed over whether a woman's breasts were real, then sent Elaine, Julia uh, Julia Lewis Dreyfus, into the sun to get a better look. Couple that with a creepy how creepy Jerry was sometimes, stalk women to get their contact information to date them, or the time he drugged a girlfriend to play with her toy collection. And it's a nightmare. There are also numerous instances of racism, like Pakistani business owners Jerry got uh, deported. I don't remember that episode. And after run, yeah. ruining the man's restaurant or the time Kramer stomped on the Puerto Rican flag. Um, I don't recommend doing that next to a Puerto Rican, but I don't know how that's going to piss off people on TV show. Well, that actor got in a lot of trouble for his mouth, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, he canceled himself before that was a thing. Yeah. Amazing yeah, what happens did. when you say one word in front of the crowd the word is against. <clears throat> he wasn't very smart in that one. But, you know, our sensitivities are, are uh, completely different now than when those shows first started. We, can't, we don't seem to have an ability to laugh at ourselves um, and, and, and understand the humor things everybody's so sensitive and so touchy and you can't see you know, and she can't do that and I, you know it just after a while i just give up i saw this article that somebody wrote i don't i didn't really read it i didn't bother with it just because it was just stupid to me but you're <laughs> definitely right on there rob because the point of the article was why the episode of the soup nazi of seinfeld could not be made today right i i read that article you're right. And I looked at it, and I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time on it, because that, that was, like, one of their most iconic episodes. There no, are it, still it, people to this day that do the, you know, they'll do different things, like, uh, right. instead of, like, no soup for you, but something right. something relative to the thing, but mocking the soup Nazi. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, things like that. It's like, that was funny back then. And if it's I watch it now, I'd still laugh. It's still but, funny. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's like just the culture we're in just won't accept that. So do you know what I'd, I'd love to see? And you'd only be able to do this in like HBO. I want to see an actual show. A, it's either about the real the real way guys talk to or the real way guys talk in the military. Because you, you would never be able to do that in real life because the amount of stuff you'd end up getting canceled for from the people I know. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> There's one of all the shows that I have ever seen, because uh, I've always obviously, you know, I watch a lot of the military shows. Has anyone seen? Um, gosh, what is it called? It's about the March to Baghdad with First Recon Battalion. Oh, um, I haven't watched it, but I, but I saw the I saw the. It's one of the show. HBO miniseries, like the Band of yeah. Brothers. The Pacific. Ooh, I don't yeah, know about this. Uh, I I think it's actually in my list <laughs> to watch, but I don't can't think Generation of it. Right Kill. What is it? It's called oh, it? Kill. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's I want to. I've, I've heard of it, but I have I forgot. Watch that. 
That is exactly what military guys talk about when they're alone driving through a Humvee. Because it's it's rude, crude, grotesque. Sometimes you'll just be like, did he really just, wow, we're actually talking about it. Okay. Like, yeah, that's the closest I've ever seen. Because... Because I know, like, when James and I used to hang out more often, we'd be having conversations in public. I know there are a number of people that were aghast at some of the shit we would say to each other. It, mainly at me for calling him a You know, one of my favorite moments was I was uh, with a group of friends. And I've known these friends for a long time, but uh, in the midst of these friends, I also had a friend who was a nurse. And I've spent quite a bit of time off and on and different hospitals for different things and we just started making these jokes about different things that you encounter in the hospital and everyone was just getting mortified <laughs> because i mean it's like it's disgusting things but everybody has these issues at some point in their life and it's we were just making jokes and just laughing and everyone else around us was just mortified it's about the situations that you're in and the things that you're going that you go through that either you get a sense of humor or you become a prude. So most people go with a sense of humor. But I, that's fine with military guys as well as, you know, you guys go through a lot of hard things. And so you joke about things more crudely than most other people because it's funny and it brings a, a lightness to your to whatever situation you're in. Yeah, it'll get you through it. Yeah. Yeah, dark so you get a sense of humor, or you give, or you just become a jackass. A dark sense of humor is a uh, uh, was it a def it's a mental defense mechanism. Yeah, and it's also hilarious. But I I love dark humor. Oh, then let me give you my login for Vet TV. <laughs> um, Good luck, though, James. Uh, I think I've told this story before in a number of movies James and I have seen over the years together. Most of the time, all the, the violent movies where people are aghast, him and I are laughing, usually followed by people looking at us going, they're laughing at that? Right. Yeah, I mean, I was busting up laughing in Glorious Bastards when they're unloading into uh, Hitler's face and then they go and reload and then do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of one of the best parts it's like it was just dead silent as they're reloading to shoot him again so I wanted to make sure I've yeah, got to, it was hilarious I've got to watch that movie again it's been too long so I, I've, yeah. got, I've got another list and this is one we may have done I don't remember it's nine common American products that seems bizarre to people from other countries and some of these Everybody's I agree stealing with. my shtick what, I am. what is with this Good grief. All right. He couldn't find actual stories. I no. guess not. No, it's a slow it's a slow news day. Uh, um, this is something that's uniquely American and utterly disgusting in my opinion. Spray cheese. <laughs> oh, we did this one. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I can't stand this. What's that? Like, Velveeta in a can or something? Uh it says yeah, it says basically. easy cheese. Yeah. Uh, yellow school buses are uniquely American. I didn't know that. Uh, the color? Or the, the color. While school oh. buses exist outside the United States, nowhere else they are bright yellow. School bus glossy yellow is a color that was specifically formulated in 1939 for use on North American school buses, originally called National School Bus Chrome. The shade was designed to attract attention. Hmm. Huh. 
I guess the rest, the, the rest of the world doesn't care about their kids. <laughs> no, and they should. Um, <laughs> this one's funny. It's a uh, joke. It's a joke. I can hear the comments already. Uh, <laughs> you'd be hard pressed to find garbage disposals outside of the United States, and some, and, and apparently some states. New York City apparently doesn't have garbage disposals because there's a video of AOC um, worried about the garbage disposal in her condo slash apartment in washington dc it's rather hilarious mm. um well a lot of country, countries they do composting and other things that take care of it uh let's see uh the britons understand this one while most americans can't imagine their life without air conditioning people from outside the countries complain about freezing temperatures while they visit except last uh last last year for great yeah, i don't know what they're talking about man britain gets damn hot yeah it's not hot <laughs> very long but it can start sweltering in there and they're you know with so-called climate change they're experiencing some heat waves going on and from what <laughs> i'm reading if you want to be an air conditioner salesman go to europe go to <laughs> britain and other places because they're buying air conditioning units as fast as i can get them it, sorry, Great Britain, you, you missed out on Freon, the greatest air conditioner. Not really good for our, our environment, but would freeze you solid. Um, Grape-flavored anything is exclusively American treat. And but they don't. I bet there's grape-flavored stuff in Italy. And, and grape, in fact, grape artificial flavoring used to, f used to be found in Germany oh. and, Aust and Australia, but it was being marketed as orange blossom essence, according to PRI. <laughs> Wait, what? Orange How blossom. flavored orange blossom. And that's what it says. Argue with, the, argue with the article. You're the one reading well, it. <laughs> I mean, these Australian people are, are uh, upside down. <laughs> Red solo cups are an iconic American symbol. Well, yeah, because we made them. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I thought that was there. yeah because Americans don't like doing dishes. If you have thirty people over, it's easier just to throw them away. <laughs> True. The enough. people or the cups? Both. Both. <laughs> start all over again. I don't like you guys. Out of here. Next. Wait, because at some point the cops are going to be called, so just kick them out before you know. Coffee culture in America is rooted in grab-and-go philosophy. Yeah, That's nah, true. That is true. Because yeah. if I'm drinking coffee, I'm generally going somewhere. Or just trying to wake up and not being an asshole. Yep. <clears throat> Let's see. In other countries, birds and bugs can fly willy-nilly into open windows because they don't use screens. Yeah, well, they don't live in, southern, in the uh, deep south in the United States. <laughs> Or in Southern California when it's the June bug season. Wow. Yeah, if anybody wants to see bugs, they complain about Australia. They have bugs in Georgia that'll drain you dry. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, what is that? No, that's not a mosquito. Anybody got a I love these. I love all these new these uh, remodeling shows or building shows or whatever. They, they, the, the big fad seems to be these great big bifold window uh, doors or multiple fold doors. And they, you know, they open it up, bring the outside in. They all, like, all I can keep thinking about is there's no screens on it. How long do you think those doors are going to be open? Yeah. It, it's going to be, oh, look at Come this. On. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, what's going to happen next is then they're going to turn it into a terrarium because they're going to have, they're going to add like a sunroom <laughs> right after. Right on top yeah. Of the, yeah. Well, white, hey. white bread is also known as American white bread around the world. 
and if you know the history of it, was also responsible for helping a generation stay healthy. Wonder Bread. About, yeah, are you talking about Wonder Bread? I am. Yeah. That's one of the reasons it's around. Hmm. Get those vitamins to the kids, so, you know. 100%. There was a, and my memory's a little bit faulty on this. It was a government thing trying to figure out how do they get more vitamins, or vitamins as some people say it, into uh, more circulation and help people get healthier. And that was the end of the list. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah. Hey, I've got a list, but I'm not going to read it right now because they're back to back to back lists. They're not good. Yeah, back to back lists. So I have another one. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to move on for a second. No. So <laughs> you know that they found microbes on Mars, right? Yes. And so did you know Uranus. that we have probably obliterated those microbes? Well, I mean, because we contaminated Mars already. Yes, because we yeah. already, so we're already killing life on Mars at yeah. a vast scale. Yeah, so, well, launching the spacecraft. Question, In one of the Viking experiments, they went up and they were um, adding water to the <laughs> soil samples. Well, that water contaminated the soil <laughs> and has potentially overwhelmed those microbes and killed them. Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> so was it... Did, you don't have to worry about Martians anymore. Did they find it in one spot or just did, did, was it not enough whatever to have those microbes be more around more? Uh, they they're not sure. They just found that they they're not finding them, and they believe it's because they introduced water into the soil, <laughs> and whatever was in the water has killed the overwhelmed those microbes and killed them. <laughs> so the robot urinated it and just killed everything. <laughs> yeah. Basically, in that in that one little lo location. Yeah, so but yeah, they were they were messing around and yeah. They might have they might have killed it. <laughs> killed it well talk about messing around. <laughs> Check this out. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. The game where dignity is overrated. Make sure you go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com or selected stores. Make sure you use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Audacity herself that the MADTRIO sent you. Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, um, Rob, you might might have heard of this guy, Donald Santini. Now, he was on... Just to refresh your memory, I know you're getting older. Uh, he was <laughs> hey, James. <laughs> hey, you're stealing uh, my shtick. Boy, I'll tell you, you guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. So he appeared on America's Most Wanted three times. Okay. Santini. Um, he was charged with the murder of a woman by the name of Cynthia Wood back in 1984 in Florida. So after four decades of being on the run, he's finally been caught. He was found in San Diego. Um, now, the interesting thing is that he was working 
as the president of a water board in Campo. <laughs> yeah, I read about this. Yeah, so he yeah. was he was literally like, uh, you know, just out in the open. He wasn't hiding. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently he's had thirteen different aliases. So yeah, yeah. You know, he probably thought this one was doing well. I mean, forty years on the run—that's that's quite a long time. Yeah, he did great. That, I mean, if you, if you're into that kind of thing, good job. Yeah, I mean, that's that's quite an accomplishment. But yeah, he's finally been caught and yeah. is being charged. You know, there is no statute of limitations on murder, sir. No, <laughs> a little little bit like Whitey Bulger, if you remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Right. How long? That, gosh, thirty years. Yeah, over thirty years. You know? Yeah, well over thirty years. I don't think it was forty, but it might have been it, close to that. And he was, you know, he was hiding from uh, the mob as well, <laughs> well as law enforcement. So he did, he did really good. Think about it. That reminds way. me of an old joke about. Yeah. Reminds me of an old joke about LAPD how they couldn't convict John's Wil- John Wilk Booth if he if they were in the box with Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, you know, it's whatever. The the the, the, the you know the the whole thing is though. I mean, he he knew it was his life was done. Yeah. Because they're, now they're still doing an investigation of how he actually got into Gen Pop. <laughs> it's like it's like. Uh, you you gotta admit he's got to be a celebrity because that takes balls. Yes, I killed somebody, and here's my name and living. You know, it's it's that's that is that well, is pretty the amazing. The mob got him. They got him in the end. You don't, you're oh, not yeah. going to get away yeah. from the mob. No. It's going to happen. If they want you dead, you're going to, you know, especially if you're in prison for crying out. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're in prison, they know where you are. <laughs> you kind of, kind of. That's a that, good idea anyway. That depends if you're in, what, what will they call it? Will they put all the, the, the pedophilia people in special custody when you're in your own yard? Harder to get to people uh, yeah. that way. Custody. Custody is a different thing. Well, no, there's a, uh, for, for, uh, so I was reading something. A you while didn't ago. get it. You didn't get it. No, didn't no, get I, it, didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm tired. Damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Leave Poor Brittany guy. alone. Went, went to the movies today. He went swimming. He sat in the spa. He's tired. Yeah, this oh, is more geez. exercise than I've gotten in a while. Um, here's, here's. <laughs> all right, a, all right. I, I've got one for you. Oh, Whitey uh, Bulger was only on the run for 16 years. So. Oh, is that all it was? Yeah, all 16 right. years on the run. Well, I bet it felt longer. He's an older guy, too, so. He was older. You know, when you're older, it's a lot tougher. So, So, you ever think about phrases, things we, you know, we say almost every day on, we use a certain phrase, and some of the surprisingly dark origins of some of these these phrases. I buy that for a dollar? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. The meaning of the word is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, you know, there's nothing worse than having to follow up Clinton. <laughs> you know? Like, Anyways, terms that we use. Uh, certain, you- certain phrases that we use. Things like, um, you know, I've got, I have a deadline to meet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a phrase. So do we know, you know, probably on the most popular phrases. Uh, and it's, um, you know, first, you know, you got a deadline. We think it's, you know, things at times we got to get, you know, a, a drop dead date time. That's another one. 
that I'll talk about too. But uh, the the deadline was actually a line drawn uh, in Civil War prisons. Uh, if a prisoner escaped and crossed the line, he'd be killed. So you know, meet a deadline. <laughs> that's that's where it came from. So literally, you cross that line, you're gonna die. And you know, and die, I, you know, die hard. There's another term that's used all the time. He's a real diehard for that. Um, but it was really attributed to those who, who were struggled while they were being hung. <laughs> so it was always, and it, it is, uh, it's attributed to a, a British officer named William Ingalls supposedly he told his men, stand your ground and die hard. <laughs> so that's okay. where that one came from. All right. And um, that's why I'd never be in the military. Cause I'd say no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So then, you know, so uh, you go. I want to wash my hands of this situation, and I, I just right. So you know, we maybe some but some of the kids out there probably think it has something to do with the pandemic and all that. And <laughs> it goes back a, a longer than that. Literally, it's a it's a term that was brought on by uh, Pontius Pilate uh, that when he uh, condemned Jesus Christ to die on the cross. <laughs> That's how far back that one goes. Uh, bite the bullet. You know, it's a difficult situation. I've got to make a decision. I've got to bite the bullet to do this type of thing. And it is literally a term out of during, uh, without doing a surgery, without any kind of anesthesia of any kind. The whole idea is you'd bite down the bullet so that the pain wasn't so great, you would crack your teeth. So it's literally biting a bullet. Well, here's one that, you know, you, you I used to hear more often than we do now, but it was running amok. You guys heard that term? Right. I have. Running amok. So the word amok comes from uh, the Amoko people. Uh, they were from uh, the Malaysia warriors who would go on killing sprees for unknown reasons, and they were believed to be some sort of mental condition affecting those people. So James Cook actually wrote about it in 1772 to run amok is to sally forth from the house, kill the persons or persons supposed to have injured the amucks and have another person attempt to impede his passage. So it goes back. John, you're busting a gut over there. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. It just struck me funny. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I've, I've got a dark yeah, sense of humor. Well, how about uh, God bless you? You probably, you probably think that's been around forever, right? But Jesus came out and said, God bless you. Well... After sneezing. How's that? <laughs> now, the origins of that was actually tra uh, traced back to the Black Plague. Uh, it was used to express the desire for your soul to remain in your body because the Black Death could take it. Huh. Oh, yeah! All right. Sold down the river. Now, this one's not a great one. This one simply, you know, like, yeah, it was sold down the river. You don't know. That was literally what we did to slaves. Uh, they were sold or went down the Mississippi River to work on plantations in the South, so that's not good. Uh, a term I'll never use again. Crocodile tears. You are fake news. Do you know what that means? That's usually a, you know, a fake emotional response, basically. Oh, you're crying me crocodile tears, you know. So Because they used to believe the crocodiles would cry when they killed their prey. Not the case. They never did that. But they don't do that. How about mad as a hatter? Oh, that one I do know. Yeah. 
you study history at all that that has to be you know the guys they're making hats and they used mercury to form the hats so what were they doing they were ingesting the mercury and throughout the years of making hats and they were slowly going crazy this is a good one. How about pulling my leg? Ah, oh, you're pulling my leg. Huh. All right, that's so that's what somebody's trying to trying to full fully in some way, right? Playing around in a way. Uh, it's it's a more popular expression in the UK, and it actually is traced back to Victorian London. And dragging a person by the leg was a common way for robbers to go get their hands on one's possessions. So they would grab you by the legs and start pulling you. Shake out your coin out of your pocket, I guess. I don't know. Wow. Uh, to wreak havoc. No guesses? Have to do with the group the of people called The origin of the phrase havoc. actually, yeah, well, it's, it, to wreak havoc is uh, control the destruction or maybe what, what might come with it and basically go crazy. Uh, the origin of the, origin of the, uh, the phrase uh, it was used on the battlefield to give soldiers permission to do whatever they wanted, including committing slaughter. Huh. So, so that's what <laughs> to wreak havoc was. So they would actually shout out wreak havoc. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, does about it, huh? I'm sorry. Does it say like what time period that was? Yeah. 1300s. Interesting. Wow. So old one. How about a snafu? <laughs> I wondered if Josh was going to laugh at that one. Yeah. So. Oh yes, gonna, I do know that one. It's it's used a lot, right? For something's really screwed up. Well, SNAFU comes a World War II military acronym for uh, SNAFU, which stands for Situation Normal All Fucked Up, <laughs> which is the context for war. It means exactly that. So that's what a SNAFU is. I've got more. Should I save more for another day? Yes, because I, I have okay. a I have a follow up for a story. All right, let's go with John. So, do you remember the lady we talked about that had uh, untreated TB and went around her daily life uh, infecting other yes. people? I mean, typhoid Mary, yeah. or, or the the most recent one. I, I called her TB Q. Sally. I, I called her QE too. <laughs> um, okay. And some people were slightly miffed at that. How dare you make fun of the queen? She's dead. She doesn't care. And I'm American. That's why we threw all that tea in the river. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, after 23 hey. days, after 23 days in jail, she agreed to take her meds and must open her doors to officials. So she did get caught, got sent to jail for 23 days, and now she has to take meds. Surprisingly, it was only 23 days in jails, con considering um, how dangerous TB. She could have killed people. Yeah, TB is very. Yeah dangerous especially around people who have compromised immune systems law enforcement agents took the woman identified only as vn and court documents into custody on june 1st at the point vn had spent a year and a half ignoring monthly court orders to have her tb case treated or isolated at home to keep from spreading her infection to others in communities she spent about three months on the lam actively invading law enforcement as they tried to execute a march 2nd 2023 civil arrest warrant i actually think 23 in jail 23 days in jail is actually light um so she yeah. did get caught um because in theory couldn't they charge her with domestic terrorism yeah 
depending, like, because she went to a casino and gambled, if I remember the story right. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, she yeah. needed to actually be locked up and kept locked up. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm glad she finally decided to, okay, I'll take my meds. Um, let's see. Until she, she's required to take her medica- medicine she's as She's an direct- anti-vaxxer, John. <laughs> Definitely. She's an anti-vaxxer. I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, I mean, the, 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 the COVID vaccine was technically experimental. Uh-huh. It was the world's uh-huh. largest experiment. Whatever. whatever. Until then, she is required to take her meds as directed by the health department and must open her doors to health department workers who will come into her house to watch her take her amb- antibiotics and test her. She is also required to open the door to law enforcement and any officials checking on her electric monitoring. VN can only leave the home to go to the doctor, in which case the health department will arrange her transportation. Well, now they have use for all those bunny suits they purchased. Um, this actually shocked me. That so they, is she is she on house arrest now? Yes, she is. Is that what it is? She is. So she. So after twenty three days in jail, she who's paying for all this? Oh, the government. We the people. So we're paying for her for her being incarcerated at home, whatever home might be, and yeah. we're probably paying for the apartment or whatever it is she's living in. So TB treatments can be lengthy with antibiotic course raging from four up to 20 months for drug resistant infections. The potential life threatening infection is caused bacterium, something I can't pronounce, which often affects lungs and can spread through all the through the air at close range. So it's like mono. It's about as easy to catch. (coughs) But nobody's calling TB the kissing disease. Um, I. I don't, I'm, I'm glad she's caught. But by the way, the government paid for what's the difference between the government paying for this and all the COVID vaccines? It's the same basic thing. It's a potential to uh, have a life. But this is one. This is one individual, though, going around spreading it to everybody. And it's just and she's being not responsible for her health problems that she's spreading on everybody. So it's completely different. It's patient zero. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I'm glad she got caught, though. I'm just I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't understand why. If you said, "Oh, you have TB," and didn't understand the history of how dangerous the disease is, I just are, is this another? Is she another history denier? Like people saying the Holocaust didn't exist? Is that what this is? Oh, TB's not that dangerous. Yeah, pretty much. God damn, there's a lot of dumb folks. Probably a flat earther too. my my favorite thing about flat earthers is their website said something around the world uh flat earthers or flat earthers from all around the world can can communicate or something like that i'm like (laughs) that's funny it's like wait a minute um i huh all uh all around the edge (laughs) that's what that should have been there be dragons so apparently, or, or, or what? Go ahead. Oh. So, so anybody know who know what swatting is? Mm. Yes. 
So swatting, not your children, but swatting is basically where somebody calls the SWAT team or the cops and SWAT comes to investigate the issues. And people have been injured and killed in this. FBI finally tracks swatting instances as attacks increase nationwide. So now they're going to have a national database of instances. I thought this was already being tracked. Um, considering how dangerous this is. Last month, the Federal Bureau of Investigation created a national online database to finally start coordinating law law enforcement reports about swatting attacks nationwide yesterday. Swatting is a form of domestic terrorism that is sometimes deadly and has been more widespread in the U.S., according to a March report from Hal something or other, a computer science professor at University of Nevada, Las Las Vegas. Uh, let's see. And, it, and his report defines swatting as malicious act that involves making a fraudulent, fraudulent. A, a, I can't speak. Uh, I swear I've only Sorry. had one drink. I'm too drunk. Between, to drink. between your sidelining along here today and. and... So, I'm sorry, John. No, I, I've only had one drink too drunk. Uh, <laughs> caused emergency response teams such as law enforcement, special weapons and tactic teams or SWAT teams. That is where the brute comes from to uh, react forcefully to non-existent public threats. And this has happened um, to like random people, to celebrities. Um, I swear there's been instances where they knocked on the wrong door, the person defended themselves and the cops killed them and... and um, so it, to me, this seems like the FBI has dropped the ball and an agency that consistently does that seems to be consistent on dropping said ball. Yeah. Um, see, um, I have not only that is, is that an issue, which is more rare than, than not, but the one that I have the biggest problem with, and I think we year last year, year before we talked about the issue of, uh, no knock warrants and the the problem with that and also the problem with uh people being killed by law enforcement because law enforcement can't seem to read the correct address on a building and have broken into the wrong places and individuals have gone to defend themselves only they could be taken down and then all of a sudden they go oh it's the wrong house yeah yeah i i uh i can't stand no knock warrants that that idea is is horrible um, also makes me really want to have next house I get, you know, <laughs> going to have the address in bright colors and letters. Like, yeah. this is the address, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I thought that was cool. The lease are being tracked. I actually legitimately thought there was some sort of database where that was being tracked. Yeah, they a, watch all kinds of statistics. I'm sure there's tons of different things out there. And that's just one of many. I just, I don't know, I was just surprised because you keep hearing about, you know, like occasionally, like some gamer did it to another gamer. Like I'm hearing about it more and more. But on the other hand, it could be just like railroad crashes. You never hear about it until there's one and then you hear about 20 more. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think it's because you actually like looked into it and now they're just giving you all those stories. They're targeting you, John. (laughs) Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. Um, Zuckerberg showing you what he thinks you want to see. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. 
actually, you know what I want to see? If there anybody's out there controlling the algorithm, what I want to see? Really cheap deals on really hard to find records. That's what I really want. Never mind all this news stories. I want to find like all the, the, the fancy Beatle records for like $20 instead of spending $200 on them. I'm cheap. No, no, no. That, that is, that's not going to happen. I know the Beatles aren't worth all that money. Twenty dollars is about just much start, I'll pay for a Beatles. Just start talking about buying vinyl records around your phone for the next twenty minutes, and then get on Facebook, and that will be all the ads it will show you. I have, yeah. I have never <laughs> had. Not I even have, joking. I'm dead serious. I have never had that happen. Like, and I talk to, about records and music to everybody I know, and um, yeah, and I, I, I certainly that know that it, it's true on anything that you it, it, you research actually using the web browser on your. On your phone that may be the case and or you know web browser on your desktop or whatever it may be the cookies follow you wherever you go <clears throat> what well, is true facebook has the invisible pixel and etc that a lot of websites use and if you're if you're logged into facebook i have no doubt they can actually track which directions you go the only thing i don't know is um iphone in theory is uh apps are more sandboxed where android is not necessarily as much um but but I also like keep all background apps turned off, so it may be the reason why I never get that. Well, there's all kinds of ways of doing it. It's, it's besides that. It's besides ad blocking and, and uh, don't accept any cookies. Just don't take them. But I I'll like, let them. But I like cookies. You know? They're delicious. Well, I know especially with ice cream. Mm. Don't have any cookies. Damn. <laughs> So something is interesting as we, we close up, I think is interesting if you pay attention to Reddit or Twitter. They have basically gotten rid of all third-party apps. Um, one is they're actually trying to make money. And uh, uh, what was it? For Reddit, it was going to cost the it was going to cost one developer $20 million a year just to have his third-party app through fees. Twitter was similar. And then with Twitter, they basically said, oh, if you're a registered user and you have that blue check mark, you can only look at 6,000 posts um, a day. And part of it is they're trying to stop scrapers and uh, people who are helping making AI from basically using the content for free. So uh, there's somebody was saying that uh, these AI developers are scraping Reddit, trying to get as much information from the pipeline so they can help design a better uh artificial intelligence so this is going to be the new thing you're going to see is on social media is the crackdown hmm. have I, wonder, it I wonder how that you know what it'll be interesting in the next 10 years to see exactly where social media is is going to be going because yeah. uh, there, there's a lot of different platforms coming out now and uh be interesting to see if we're going to keep just major biggies like uh Twitter or, you know, whatever it may be. Well, Mastodon is kind of new, like decentralized um, Twitter, etc. I I don't know any young people. Damn, I don't believe I'm that old. Like, I don't know any 20-year-olds. I'd love to know what <laughs> they use. Because it used to be, um, oh, Facebook's for old folks. And that hurt. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then they'd say, oh, all we use is Instagram. And, and you know, as, as my friend said, you know, we never actually shared our incriminating photos with everybody. <laughs> Generally, it's the idea is not to. <laughs> so, because uh, you, you look on it, life easy. You look at Instagram; it's hilarious. If you do a deep dive, you see stuff that's like I'm pretty sure that's illegal in twelve states. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I'd love to know what get... they use because I don't get Twitter. Like I, I collate Twitter pretty well, trying to eliminate stuff that I don't want to see or doesn't interest me, and it's still awful. They're probably using Snapchat. I forgot about Snapchat. They're I don't see it. Snapchat. I, have any of you used Snapchat? Because I've used it. I still don't understand the point. I think when it came out a long time ago, I tried it for like a day and then deleted it. This <laughs> turned everything in pictures, right? Isn't that? That's it's. Just... But it's but also. It but it doesn't save. Right. And it'll it'll tell you if somebody like takes a screenshot of it. Yes. I, I just don't get it. Snapchat was the one thing that all of a sudden I was the old curmudgeon telling people to get off my lawn because it was like, I legitimately don't see how this is useful. I'm using social media to remember shit, not forget things. Mm. If I wanted to forget where I left something or what I did, I would just wait 15 minutes. You know, what I used to like, yeah, I'm an old guy, so I use Facebook. And uh, it seems to be drifting from it a, a bit more is being able to trust things like actual birth dates or people's anniversaries or whatever. And, you know, even coming across friends you haven't heard of from in years or whatever. And it's becoming more and more difficult simply because, one, you can't believe the good portion of it's even there. Um, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, even I don't have my exact birth date on there because I didn't <laughs> I didn't want people to know it. So... Uh, I'm, uh, you know, so a lot of stuff that's all in our so-called social medias, you have to, you have to question. I think well, I wouldn't be surprised if most people put their actual birth date on there. Um, some webs, some websites I used to go to said happy 113th birthday type of thing. Just cause like, Oh, I'll just put, you know, 1865 and and it never questioned it. That's what always made me laugh when I was a kid, when you had those, how old are you? You have to be this age. And you go, 1945. And, and, you know, do you yeah, think? yeah. Prove you're over 18. Mm -hmm. Type in a date. <laughs> See, when I was a kid, that was easy. I'd be like, oh, I know what an 8-track is. And you'd hear the purple go, you know what? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, I, I know what a real, and you just start spouting off old shit. And they'd be like, oh, you've got to be that old because you, you, you look like you could be that age. It's um, going to be the other way around soon. It's going to be have to prove that you're under 18. <laughs> They'll start giving you questions that well, that's we won't have a clue what the hell they're talking about. Well, that's only if you want a job <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> you're 18. I'm yeah. sorry, miss. You can't work in Hollywood. Yeah, you're too old. You're over the hill. You definitely can't get a job at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> can't be a princess. I don't princess. want you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can't be a princess, princess. <laughs> Josh Woodblood. What was the question? We, we, Jonathan and I were talking the other day, and we were just, we got to ask Josh this question. But I'll be it was a Disney question. Do you remember what it was, Jonathan? I can't, I can't say that I remember it now. I, I don't, but the, the, the more like, I, like, I, I write remember. it down next time. <laughs> the more I read about Disney stuff, like there's been a number of AMAs. I was going through Reddit a couple of days ago and it's talking about the, the Disney princesses and princes and all the, all the people. And it's funny. They were saying what the pecking order is between all the face characters. Let's take, Oh, if you're a prince or princess, you're above here. And they would sit in different groups and you're thinking you all get paid too little to actually give that much of a shit. <laughs> Oh, they care. <laughs> oh, they. 
Isn't that crazy? Well, you got to have something in your life, I guess. You know, yeah. <laughs> you got to be part of Disney hierarchy. That's <laughs> that's your badge of honor. It's like I was a princess. It's like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Seriously, um, that's funny. And uh, did we talk about? Because we're, we're we're over time. Do we talk about how they they they're founding bits and pieces of that submarine that exploded? Well, yeah, yeah, we did. We talked about it a little bit last week. What was that? The controller survived. Yeah, the, the controller. <laughs> wow. Yeah, an Xbox controller. Or well, it's the funny. Tenor. Whatever one they write, it survived. That'd be good advertisement for them. Well, it's, it's, we funny survived. It's, it's, it's funny you say that. After everybody was making fun of that, I remembered something about like 10, 5, 10 years ago. They talked about that the military was looking into using Xbox controllers for certain situations because the hand-eye coordination was more familiar than whatever gizmo gadget they were inventing. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Probably cheaper, too. <laughs> you just keep replacing those. Eh? I, I I did find out I was paying a little bit more attention to this after they found it exploded. How It wasn't tested. Like, they missed, they did do a, a bunch of certifications. Hmm. And, and I was thinking... If then this was my thought, you go, okay, I want to see the Titanic. Let me let me see your certifications. Let me see the different information. And they, and not seeing any certs wouldn't be the first like curious questions. Like you can't go to. So how deep can this thing go? They can they can go deep. I think you know it brings up. You need to question. You know, Jonathan and I have talked about this a lot. We question everything, and you need to question things like, all right, you're going to go down to a a depth that had crushed just about anything. And, uh, you know, you're going to go into this tube and you're going to trust that everything's done right. This thing's kind of an uh, experimental aircraft <laughs> in the water type of situation. And, and I was just reading today that uh, one of the ways they were getting away on these um, uh, the, the documents that you signed that say, hey, yeah, I, I know that I'm going to, I have a possibility of dying. I could die. I might die type of situation, waving away your rights. And uh, they were getting away with that, partly also because of uh, the, everybody that was considered a mission specialist. <laughs> so they were doing all these stupid legal things as well. And it's like, instead of just doing the engineering properly, like we should, let's just go ahead and make everything slimy. And <laughs> it's like... That... That amazed me as we're talking to my cousin about that. And he was mentioning, oh, it was made of uh, carbon fiber and titanium. It's like, wait, wait, what? Carbon fiber doesn't work really well, well under pressure like that. <laughs> well, apparently it worked like 20 some times when they went down there. <laughs> Damn. So, I, I mean, really, it, it depends on how you look at stuff. I mean, uh, it, so it's a sink. Now it's, you've got a way of knowing how long. <laughs> okay, you can't go beyond twenty dives in this thing. <laughs> Throw it out next. Next one. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole James Cameron thing came out too, where he's talked about how bad he thought that was in the beginning, and there have been a number of other of these um, explorers that use these submersibles that go on and talked about. You know, we all had questions about this thing and how was it going to work and is it going to work safely and. They got their answer, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So my, uh, I heard, I heard today that uh, apparently their their uh, their website's still up and running and advertising. <laughs> oh wow! 
Yeah, I wonder how many signups are getting now. I, I got to say, when, when Rob says to, to final out, hopefully a little bit of funny thought is, you know, the question, everything is, is kind of how I grew up. By the way, teachers hate you when you take that advice, when you question everything. Well, why do I have to do this? Do I have to? I don't think, you know, they, they don't like that. And, and uh, I, I remember as a kid uh, when I had a high school, when, when you start getting the graduating high school, all the recruiters start talking to you. And, and I said, yeah, I don't think I would be good. It's like, why is that? I, I have a tendency to ask questions about why you want me to go over, said Hill. And I don't know. I never, besides the fact I'm asthmatic. That was the other thing. It's like, oh, I'm asthmatic, too. It's like, well, we definitely don't want you. <laughs> so uh, You just needed to be in my day, Jonathan. We took everything. <laughs> One arm, three toes, didn't matter. We just took everything. Well, that that's true. But, you, you know, back back in your day, you know, they just... <laughs> God, you really are old. I've seen, I've seen Vietnam on TV. Dude. You got through elementary school? Come on, son. That's good enough. <laughs> so, um, I, I, so I, we, I make fun of friends of mine who are in the military. I, I do got to say that uh, it's a hell of a choice. Anybody out there who joined the military forces voluntarily, but United States is all volunteer uh, armed services. I want to give a shout out to all of now. you. Thank you. Now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and. And, and Rob's day, yes, he's that old, folks. It was it, you were voluntold. You got that salutation letter, man. It was all over. He was, was. he was voluntold. It was congratulations, yeah, voluntold, exactly. Vol congratulations, Mister Charney, for signing up for the military. I did what? Yeah. Um, Your draft number was picked. Yeah. That's right. My, salutations, my, you're to report. My favorite thing is I caught a video of this the other day. Was a bingo. It was like, you know, they had a TV where they pick random numbers. Worst game of bingo ever. Five, seven, two, six. Oh, my God. Instead of getting oh, a pair of socks. <laughs> yes, that was, uh, that was the one lottery you didn't want to win. Yeah. Instead of getting a pair of socks, you, you got sent to Paris Island. <laughs> so you get a nice view of a swamp. Um, ah, well, olden, olden days. So, Trap this up, Jonathan. Time I, to say goodbye to us. I was going to say, so I want to thank on this 4th of July. Shout out to all our veterans, uh, like Josh Lean and the other, our other folks. So I want to thank you. And as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.